On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious races, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Edison 30K Podcast. Thank you for tuning in on a kind of warm but not too cold uh, June 1st, 2020. It's about 11.40 p.m. here in Los Angeles, California. As you guys all heard in the last um, brief monologue by uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., I had a dream speech. And... uh, after listening to that speech, I've heard that speech a couple of times in my life, and after hearing that speech, uh, it kind of brought shivers to my spine. Like it, it gave me goosebumps, and just hearing that, hearing a piece of history from many, many years ago, up until this day, uh, June 1st, 2020, it still holds true and holds so much truth that there's still so much um, inequality and unfairness and racism that's going around in the world right now. And uh, I want to talk about that today, and I want to talk about the black um, lives that matter, the BLM, um, 
that's been going on in the whole world right now and actually in the U.S. As many of you guys that have been listening to my podcast throughout the world um, have seen on the news or on the radio. And uh, you guys just can't deny the fact that, you know, there's just so much hatred and so much um, racism and so much um, just evil things going on. And especially uh, black people in this country have faced so much racism and so much oppression. And there's so many examples that aren't being documented, aren't being recorded because people don't have the time or they don't have um, the phones or the technology or the cameras to record at that very exact moment. But it doesn't mean that stuff's not happening, you know, like there, there's an article that I read earlier that is saying uh, racism has always existed and is still going on today. It's just that right now it's being recorded. And I think that's so true because you guys all saw the video on May 25th, 2020 of the Minneapolis uh, police officer, Derek uh, Chauvin. Uh, he was on his knees, like his knees were on the neck of George Floyd, who was a black man for about eight minutes and 46 seconds to be exact. And uh, Floyd became unconscious, even though he resisted arrest. Uh, he he wasn't uh, resist resisting arrest, even though he was charged with like using counterfeit bills. And even though if that was true, you know, you you don't treat somebody like an animal like that. You know what I mean? And after watching that video a few times, it gave me chills and like shivers down my spine. Like I I didn't know what to feel. Like I had a bunch of mixed feelings. I was angry. I was sad. I wanted to do something. I wanted to protest. Like, cause I'm also Asian American. Yeah, I was born and raised in Sacramento, California, in the United States, and I grew up here. And I'm very proud of of being Asian. You guys all know that from my podcast. I'm proud of my culture. I'm proud of my languages. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I am a person of color in this country. And when we see another person person of color getting oppressed and getting bullied and getting killed by police and getting killed by just like uh, for no apparent reason and, and, and there's no justice served, you know. It's just, it's totally not fair and and people are waking up, you know. People are smart and people are not stupid. Like you, can, you can't change the story so many times and, and the whole world and especially the people in this country, we, we snapped and basically we've decided to protest and uh, that's what's been going on the last couple of days. And as I'm doing this podcast right now, literally, um, I can hear the police sirens and the ambulance trucks going on and on and off, uh, driving down my street. And uh, uh, it's funny because this week I was actually supposed to go into work. We were at, we were actually supposed to go back slowly into the office, but this big chain of events, you know, um, nobody's going back to the office. Everybody's staying in, and there is an order that after a certain time, like six p.m., we can't go outside at all. And I think growing up in this country, I had a lot of black friends as well, but I didn't realize the amount of, of privilege I had as an Asian American. That was thanks to, you know, all the black people fighting for their rights and indirectly they fought for our rights as well. And we owe a lot of gratitude and a lot of thanks to all the black people in this country. And, you know, people need to wake up because I know amongst the Asian families and amongst the asian crowd like there's a lot of racist people and and even in my direct family as well like i know not with my parents directly but i know in some of my family members that a lot of them condemn or or just look down on black people right 
And I think this is so wrong because you got to educate your children, you know, and you got to educate the next generation to not, you know, be racist and to not, you know, like add more oil to the hatred. And if you teach your kids to be racist and you teach them to hate and you teach them to look down on a certain ethnic group of, of people, they're going to grow up to, to like add more oil to that fire and they're going to grow up to like brew hatred and brew racism. And that's what's happening right now, you know especially in the u.s you know the countries it's divided right now um people people aren't saying it but it's divided and all this is evident through like the riots to the protests to the looting um through the the police versus the people and now the president of the united states has brought out the national guard and deployed it throughout the city to protect the people um obviously you know i'm not for the looting i'm not saying that violence is good but there has to be change you know and there has to be some kind of dramatic protests and and there might be some violence involved and but there need to be some kind of big change like this for the country to change and for the country to sit back and, and realize that something is definitely wrong about the way that we're, we're, we're going about doing things right and me personally you know i support the black lives matter movement 100 percent um i've tried to use my voice to speak up um i've i've done um you know posted on my facebook account about uh you know just just people how it should speak up about protecting you know injustice and, and speaking up to like um forums and going to platforms going to protests um if you see inequality or bu bullying or like racism outside just speak up stand up for each other you know and uh i i just feel like being asian in this country you can taste only a little bit of what racism is like i mean we have that whole model minority myth that kind of works for us but also works against us but there's a whole new new experience of being black in the West, and especially in America. If you're a black person, it doesn't matter if you're like successful or you make a lot of money, you're educated, um, or you're just a teenager, you know, out in the streets. If you're a black person, there's so many negative stereotypes of you that exist, right? And right now, it's a really scary time for many, many black families, you know. And and if you're if you're a black person you know like a parent you know a mother or a father and you have um a son or a daughter that's black right now and and they're out in the street just walking around you don't really know if they're gonna come back home alive right that's how scary that's the reality that being black is like living in america and i'm sure that there's other countries out there that are racist you know but they don't show it as bad as i guess the u.s does and, and u.s has a history of of racism right and that's dating back to like thousands of years ago when um they brought over a bunch of um, african people and they they en enslaved them and up until uh that dr martin luther king jr's speech which you guys heard in the beginning of this podcast he mentioned that there's still segregation there's still racism they're still going on and that black people are not truly free and i can say that up until this day up until june 1st 2020 and they're still not free but the thing is a lot of people of color are standing behind them this time around and i'm one of them i'm fully supporting the black lives matter movement and i'm fully behind that i've made that loud and clear in all of my social media platforms my website and this podcast is is going to be part of that as well and uh you don't have to to do a lot of things you know you just have to start little and use your voice you know change your thinking start with your family you know if your family's racist or your family has all these negative views or stereotypes towards black people educate them bring up the topic you know sometimes bringing up the truth facing the truth is difficult you know it's it's 
alarming. You know, it's embarrassing. You, you'll, you'll cause a lot of conflict. People will argue. You'll fight. But the truth is never easy to handle, right? And sometimes you got to bring up bring it up because you know you got to cause some friction you got to light the fire you know you got to do something to ignite change and i think that's that's really fortunate that we have the power and the voice and being asian american especially you know a lot of 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 people like me you know with like black hair and yellow skin we deserve and we we basically have all these privileges and these rights because of black people and they've stood up for us they fought for freedoms you know they stood up for injustice, so they carved the way for us Asian people to actually do what we can do, you know. We're free to speak our mind. We're free to get a job. We're free to do what we want to do and make a living in this country, you know. Um, and a lot of Asian parents, especially in my generation, um, you know, they're, a lot of Asians are racist. And, you know, like, for example, like, if you, I know some of my friends, you know, they have Asian parents, and their parents are telling them, like, hey, you know, like if you go out on the street at night, right, and you're walking around, you got to be careful, because if you're not careful, you're go somewhere and it's dark and you might meet like a black person and they're gonna make you do some crazy stuff and they're gonna harm you, right? And basically, they're kind of feeding this negative, um, you know, this brainwashing kind of like negative stereotypes about a certain ethnic group, and that is poison. You know, it's poison for us. It's poison for young generations. It's poison for people that are growing up because once your brain is, once your mind and your heart is like intoxicated with all this poison, it's hard. It's hard to like wash it down. It's hard to like basically um, filter that out. Right? It takes time. You know, it's easy to hate, but it's so difficult to undo the hate and try to love it. And but basically, um, I'm fortunate enough to grow up in a family where my parents were not racist and they they were very understanding and they encouraged us you know me and my two younger brothers to actually make different friends of different ethnic groups and um even when i was younger i had a couple of black friends and even some of them like i took home we had dinner together and my mom and my dad would just treat them all the same way and they love them you know they know that black people go through a lot of difficulty you know and obviously you know there's a lot of crazy like there's a lot of looting going on you know not everybody's perfect right but you got to understand that you know the looting and the protesters are two different groups of people. They're different. And looting is, is you know, people that are unfortunate and that want to take advantage of the system. And in every revolution or in every big times of change, you know, there's always going to be a groups of people that are trying to, like, add more oil to the fire or just try to do some stupid stuff and just, just um, you know, insinuate more violence. But I think the cause, the trigger behind all this was the George, George Floyd's... Um, death by the hands of police officer Derek Chauvin you know he had his knee on his neck for a whole eight minutes and 46 seconds and that sparked outrage throughout the whole world and throughout the country like if you guys watch that video and you don't feel any sense of pain or grief or something there's something wrong with you <laughs> something mentally seriously wrong with you and it's it's just speaks volumes you know to what's going on in in, in the west in America you know there's a lot of racist people there's a race war going on right now and like white privilege is a serious thing you know and and um i don't know how to explain white privilege to you guys and i have white friends that nothing nothing against them but you know the root the problem of this country is that that is also a big factor in what's going on and all these racial issues especially with black people and the police right and if i could describe to you guys what 
white privilege means, I think it has a factor to do with what's going on right now in this country. Um, for example, I'll tell you guys, I'll give you guys an example of what I think white privilege is to help you guys understand it better. So, for example, um, if you are at home, right, and you decide to uh, relax at your home one day and you're watching a TV show and all of a sudden you hear some loud explosions like people doing fireworks or your dog starts barking like crazy or something going on and the cops get called right to your address and they go into your house um, they question you and basically you tell them what are you doing here like why didn't you knock why where's the warrant to enter my house but they see you and you know they're gonna talk to you nice like oh miss or ma'am mister I hope you're doing okay you know your dog was barking and, and everything like that Right, and then they question you, and then they leave. No, no violence, no bullying, no nothing. But when you flip it, right? If it's a black person that's doing this, right? If there's a black person that's somewhat remotely suspicious of doing something, the police officers, you know, would just use force to like arrest that person, or just question them, or use force to like, like basically they're already guilty before they're proven innocent you know it should be the other way around like innocent be before before proving guilty but they're guilty be before proven innocent so why privilege is 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 the fact that you can do whatever you want and your color of your skin gives you the protection and the privilege of going outside and not having to worry about someone that's going to kill you or, or shoot you right so that's the definition addition of white privilege and i think white people have a really difficult time understanding this because when you grow up in an environment that you think that everything is yours and your history points to like, you know, your group of people like colonizing other countries, other people of color. And we were taught that in 1942, you know, Columbus sailed the ocean blue and, and conquered and basically seized the land for America. But actually, you know what? They stole it from the Native Americans and they basically killed off and, and you know, chased off all the Native Americans and claimed the land as themselves. How would you like it if somebody walked to your house and said, this is my house now, you guys get out. If you don't get out, I'm going to shoot you guys and kill you. That's like colonization in, in, in an extreme way, but I want you guys to understand, you know. And so the whole mentality of like, you know, this Western country, I think that people are very stubborn. When, and when I say stubborn, I'm talking about like like American-American, like a lot of Westernized or like white people or people that just have this like supremacy mindset and and like you know, you, you're not, you never face oppression. You never dealt with, like, racism. Nobody's ever bullied you because what do you know? Like, you're white, just like everybody else. When I was younger, you know, I was about in middle school or high school. I got picked on, you know. Like, I got bullied for being Chinese or being Vietnamese. And, you know, like, I would hear jokes all the time, like, ching chong, ching chong, wing wong, you know. Like, what the hell is that? You know, I didn't, I didn't get it, but now I get it, you know. Like, people can do that and get away with it, you know. And it's really alarming because immigrants built this country too you know like a lot of people came over to, the, to this country like many many years ago like the chinese people people came over and helped build the railroads the black people came over from africa they were enslaved but now they helped fight a lot of the wars that america fought under and a lot of the asian you know immigrants came over here and and made something of their lives and and gave back to the economy you know they worked hard and it's when you truly look at the history of the country you know it is a land of the immigrants and was built on immigrants and they pour their blood sweat and tears you know and giving your life for a country is something that's so honorable right but we never get the credit for that and we never get 
you know, like, and I looked our way, you know, it's like, uh, it's really unfortunate. So I think that this time around, you know, people in this nation are opening up their eyes. And I say and encourage everybody that's listening to this podcast to take a, take a, a time out and listen, listen, open your eyes, you know, don't be distracted by the media, don't be distracted by, you know, um, what you hear on the news sometimes, you know, open your eyes and learn to think for yourselves and see what's truly, truly going on, right? And, you know, we should stand up for black people, we should talk, we should speak up, make our voices heard, you know, injustice is injustice. And until each one of us decides to make a change within ourselves first, and make a change within our family and our friends, I think there's going to be injustice and inequality for the next thousands of years, the next couple of decades, you know. So it's a really critical time. And this podcast, I don't know what's going to happen to this podcast, maybe like 15 or 20 years from now, or even 30, 40, 50 years from now. But it's still going to be out there somewhere on the internet. Somebody's going to come on this podcast one day, and maybe I won't even be here, maybe I'll be dead. But I hope this podcast inspires everybody tonight, you know, on 2020, you know, June 1st, 2020, on a Monday evening, that, you know, the fact that George Floyd was an African-American man who was brutally murdered and treated like an animal, you know, by, you know, a police person, a police officer in this in this way. It just, it's so crazy. And, and by all means, I do not, I don't hate the police. I think police is, you know, needed to protect and serve the people. But more often times, you know, people that become police officers, sometimes, you know, like, I, I want to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, you know, a lot of them maybe were bullied in high school or college. They want to have a, pos a position of authority. And when they have that position of authority, you know, and they, they, they get a chance to, like, use it, oh, they're going to use it for sure, like, just as you guys see, you know. And then... George Floyd's case was not the first case, you know, there is a bunch of other cases that led up to this, like on February 23rd, for example, um, a mob group in uh, Georgia, Brunswick, they chased down a 23-year-old uh, Ahmad Arbery, and they killed him, but the fact of the, matter is, of the matter is that it took the country, or it took the police force, or it took the justice system two months, two months, okay, two months to track down these people and charge them with murder. And it's crazy because can you imagine if the, the script was flipped and it was a black man killing like a, a non-black person, like a white a black guy killing a white guy or like a black man or a black person killing a white. Oh, my gosh. It, it would have been just like that, like so fast. It would have been he would have been acquitted um, and taken away to jail for murder. And it, the list just goes on and on. You know, there's just been events leading up to events and black people, there's just, they start off the race in life like let's say you have a basketball game right when you start off the game if you're black in america you're already down 50 points okay if you're asian or like mexican or any person of color you're probably down like five to points or ten points right but if you're black you're down 50 points that's how extreme it is and if you're white then pretty much you're at zero points or if some in some case i'd argue that you, you're up like 20 points you have a 30 point advantage over everybody else and i'm not blaming all white people for this because you know they didn't choose to be born white in this country but as a citizen you know as a moral human being you got to know and stand up for what's right and wrong you know you got to stand and and protest and fight for people that don't have the same justice or the same privilege as you do and that's the beauty of human nature i do believe that deep down inside everybody is still 
positive and they have a good heart and a good mindset. But I think that it's just so paining and so depressing to see all these chain, all, all these chain of events going on in the world right now. And I, I, as I hear these ambulances and and these police, you know, drive by my street and and hear the helicopters flying above my house, it's like stuff is happening. You know, people are dying. People are dying for a cause. You know, and and sometimes you know you you can't really truly live a peaceful life you know there's got to be things that happen you know violence needs to happen you know something big needs to happen change needs to happen a revolution maybe needs to happen for people to wake up you know and that's another thing i want to talk about was being woke right what is the definition of woke basically to me it means seeing with your own eyes and realizing what's truly going on in the world and what your position in the world means and how other people in society view you, especially in the environment or country that you grew up in. So, for example, being woke in America means that if you're a person of color, you're pretty much handicapped up to a certain degree where you got to fight for your rights and work harder than the people that are not woke. You know, like, for example, the media portrays people of color, Asian people or black people in a negative way, in negative light. Um, they don't give us the opportunity to hold positions of power. You know, they look down on us in some way in somewhat ways or, or another and you know people of color we got to stick together you know and i know it's kind of hard for this message to get across to people from asia because you know i get it i get it you know i've been to the east i grew up in the west and people in asia you guys have your own history you know like you guys have your own agenda and, and like you know hong kong people don't like mainlanders or like people from china taiwan people taiwanese people don't like chinese people Vietnamese people, Vietnamese people don't like Chinese people either, or like North Korea doesn't like South Korea, you know, or like um, all the, the the higher up Asian countries like look down on like the East ones, like uh, Cambodia or like the Philippines or Thailand, you know, or stuff like that. Um, it's just very unfortunate, you know. And and in this country, you know, I grew up being Asian. I always bonded more with Asian people. It didn't matter what part of Asian you are. I had a lot of black friends growing up. Um, I treated all them all with respect, not because um, I wanted to in the beginning, because my parents taught me that you know we gotta treat everybody the same. And black people, they have a lot of rights. And like like you guys all heard, Darton, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. fought for rights for people of color, not only black people, but for everybody, you know. And something that we can learn from the black community is that. They stand up for themselves, you know, they stand up for themselves, they fight for each other. When they see injustice, they're not quiet, you know. And that's something that I think Asians, you know, we lack, like we're, we're so soft. We're pretty much like, sometimes a lot, of are, a lot of us are pussies, you know, and you guys don't understand what that means. It basically means that you're just scared of, of protecting yourself. You'd rather be quiet and not say anything than just to fight and cause a storm or cause like a scene, right? But I think that we shouldn't we shouldn't be like that, you know. If you see something that's not right, speak up. Part of it is environment. Part of it is like your upbringing. And part of it is it has to do with the way you were brought up by your parents and what you get taught on at an early age. Um, I, you guys can hear a big helicopter. I don't know if you guys can hear, but there's a big helicopter right outside my house, and yeah, it's a really big time. Um, uh, if you guys don't know how you can contribute to this whole Black Lives Matter movement, start small. You know, maybe learn about black history or like ask a black person their story have them talk to you you know ask your black friend um go on the internet you know go on youtube watch videos learn you know and 
most importantly, educate yourselves, you know, with the powers of knowledge, of experience, and see with your own eyes, you know. Don't just get easily brainwashed by media, all right? Um, I think it's, it's a really, really big time, and I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat scared sometimes to see all these protests turn violent. At the same time, I'm glad to be alive at this moment of in time to experience such a, 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 a massive change throughout the society, this city, this country, this state, this, this, this world, you know, and, and I'm seeing a lot of people throughout the whole world, like in Germany, in, in, um, Canada, you know, in Europe, people are protesting along with us. And it's so beautiful to see people come together, you know, and, and, and not just everybody, you know, there's white people, black people, Asian people, you know, like people from all different walks of the earth, you know, we're all standing up for what's wrong. And I think this is more in itself. It started out as a, as a you know Black Lives Matter movement, but now I'm 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 more positive and I'm hopeful and optimistic that it's going to turn into a whole, um, you know, the whole world and and the human race wants to become better. And this is just a, a, a first step in change. But as for now, I think that, you know, my heart goes out to the the family of George Floyd. He didn't deserve to die that way, and. I think that the officer that was in charge definitely needs to be charged with murder. And I, I know that he was taken away. There was an autopsy. The first one was revealed that um, he might have died from like a uh, pre-existing health condition. But the family, George Floyd's family, hired an independent autopsy that was to be done. And after it was completed, it was determined that he was he was killed from um, you know putting pressure on his neck and he couldn't breathe. And you know, it, it's really like there's so many twisted ways of doing things you know like the media can twist things and if you if you give into that if you believe you know what the media tells you then you know your your opinions are going to be distorted and clouded you know it's going to be blurry and you can't see clearly so i encourage you guys to just go read and listen and just go out into the public and protest by all means don't don't fight don't resort to looting you know looting is wrong by all means all those businesses that people work hard for their whole entire lives you know you don't want to go out and destroy them you know and i get it you know some people they don't have money they grew up in a poor environment they want to use this chance to take advantage and, and work working in their favor but you know what like it doesn't do anybody justice it doesn't do george floyd justice it doesn't do the black community justice it just gives you a more negative light into everything but with that being said you know I condemn that, but at the same time, I can see the whole bigger picture behind what's truly going on in this world, in this country, and in this society, that no, ma no matter what you are, if you're a person of color, this is time for you to go out and use your voice to speak up and stand tall. Don't be afraid, you know. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than anything that you've ever done, and this is bigger than all the stocks you're investing in. This is bigger than the job you're working for. This is bigger than that raise you might get or that bonus you might get. This is... This is for humanity, you know. This is for the benefit and the good of humanity in the long term. If you think about it, one day you're going to have kids. One day you're, you're going to grow old. Do you want your kids to grow up in an environment, in a country, you know, in a city where racism is always always there, always evident, you know. You want your kids to be bullied, you know. I don't know if I'm going to have, like, kids. I don't know if my kids are going to be black or Asian or half white or whatever it is, but... I don't want my kids to, to to grow up in an environment where they're fearful of themselves and they're going to see all this hatred, you know? So now is the time for change. And we have the power, you know? We have the power to to read and to absorb things and to see things with our own eyes. And 
I encourage everybody to be woke, you know, to wake up. Wake up and not be so brainwashed. You know, wake up and see what's going on in the world and wake up to realize that black people are discriminated against. You know, they're they're killed and it's just without justification, you know. White supremacy is real. We got to admit that and we got to get rid of this and we got to be woke at the same time. You know, Asian people need to stop being so scared all the time and stop being weak. Asian people in America, you know, stand up for the, for black people. Stand up, fight for them. Asian people in Asia, you know, open your eyes more. Realize that there's a lot of things going on around the world, not just in your country, you know. And stop um, idolizing Western countries and, and trying to, like, look up to all these foreigners and think that they're, they're so great because they're not. And I'm going to say this again and, and again and again, you know. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, it's not cool. Um, just... Use this opportunity in time to reflect on everything you've done up until this point and just use your power. Use the power you have in you to make a change to the world. And with, with that being said, I'm doing the same thing. I'm starting small, you know, trying to educate my family, my friends, and uh, basically using my platform, such as my YouTube, my Anchor podcast, and Spotify to speak out and speak up. So I hope you guys are all doing well and I hope you guys are staying safe with all these protests going around the world. Uh, I'm trying to stay safe. I'm staying at home. Um, but if, it, if anything, you know, I'll use this platform to speak out. Um, and I hope you guys truly stay safe and truly make a change, try to make a change in this world. At least the least you can do for me and for the black community is just to educate yourselves with what's going on in the world and realize that black people are being mistreated and just looked down upon and just criminalized, um, you know, without without any justification and that needs to change so with that being said i'm gonna end this podcast on a positive note and on a giving you guys a little clip of um you know dr Dr. martin luther king's speech again this is just so amazing to hear and uh he had a dream that that basically he hopes that everybody in the u.s everybody in this country will be treated equal and i hope the same way and my heart goes out to everybody out there that's suffering through these times and I hope that we can all get through this together and I know for me and for a lot of Asian people and our community we're behind black people and we hope you guys and we'll walk by you guys and stand by you guys until you guys get through this um, with that being said protests and stay well stay safe and make your voices heard take care good night I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.